everybody, welcome to Drive Through Review 584. Today we're going to take a look at Watson and Holmes. Now this is a game that's just come out from Asmodee and Space Cowboy. Uh, if I had to compare this game glibly to a game, it would be Clue. Uh, so players will be traveling to different locations and investigating uh, like some evidence and stuff like that for various different cases in the game. And it's kind of a race to be the first one to figure out who done it, you know, who did the murder, who stole the diamonds or whatever, and who, how did they do it and that kind of thing. But it plays literally nothing like Clue, and it's more akin to a game called Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Now, if you listen to the podcast that I just started, uh, you're going to have a little bit of a spoiler for the review, obviously. Uh, but let's jump in and take a look at some of the different mechanics. It doesn't have like a whole lot of mechanics there, although it kind of gradually introduces them as you go through the different cases. Uh, and there are, I believe, 10 cases that come in the box, oh, 13 cases, excuse me, that come in the box. Uh, you can really just kind of play those cases once through, uh, but there's 13 of them, and each of the cases probably take you an hour, hour and a half or so. so so there's a good chunk of game in the box, uh, but once you go through it, you've kind of been through it. Uh, but let's jump into how the mechanics actually work in the game, and then I'll tell you my thoughts after. Okay, here you can see all the components that you get in the game. Now you notice here we've got the 13 case booklets, and you have a level of difficulty on them, and so this, as you can see, is number one, and it also has a little sort of barcode scanner on the front there, and that is just going to give you an audio version of this sort of introduction, some background, some setup for the case. Uh, so you can have that actually played to you if one of the players doesn't want to actually, you know, read through the narrative there. Now, the important thing to notice here is it's going to have some questions at the bottom. Each of the cases is going to have three questions. You need to answer those before the other players to win the game. And then there's some special rules and things. So you can see this first one, you actually don't use the special character cards. And then it tells you how the lockpick tokens and things are in play. And so each of the cases will kind of slowly introduce uh, more and more mechanics into the game. Uh, but there's not too many mechanics. Now, the one thing to note here is there's a lot of tokens. Uh, players are going to have these carriage tokens. And these are kind of like a currency that you're going to sort of bid to investigate different locations. And all the locations and evidence and all this stuff is in these envelopes here. So that envelope goes with case one. You've got case two and three and so on. The last thing is we have here some special uh, character cards. There's cards here, of course, for Watson and Holmes themselves. They have kind of special abilities that will sort of trigger in the game. The players don't actually become those characters. You're sort of working side by side and helping them, so to speak. And then we have here uh, some other special characters that you can be. And as you can see, you don't use those in the first game. So this one here is uh, Gregson, and they have special abilities here. Let's read you this one. It says, reveal this card at any time to obtain one police token, one call-up token, and one carriage. And it says, from now on, you can use carriages to obtain one police token and one call-up token. And then they all have like an alternative here. Because uh, some of the uh, special abilities are sort of specific in certain cases, uh, you know, they, they may not actually come up. And it says, reveal this card any time to receive three carriage tokens. And like I said, these carriage tokens are kind of like your currency. And you can always go to this location here and sort of refill uh, to take three carriage tokens. And players will get a pawn that sort of matches uh, their player card there. And there's just a variety of different colors and things that you can choose from. 
So let's set up the board, which is gonna be actually just kind of dealing these cards out from the case onto the table. And I'll talk a little bit about how the mechanics work and then we'll go from there. Okay, I set up the first case here and I'm not gonna show you anything of one, what's on the back of the card there because that obviously will give away uh, a clue and you'll know that going into your first game, let's say. Uh, but what players are gonna do is they're gonna take turns putting out air, their pawn at the particular location that they want to visit. So based on what has been read to you or what you read here on the back of the case, you're gonna sort of have some idea like, oh, I might go check out the mail wagon or the safe or the engine or talk to the conductor, that kind of thing. So you might have some different ideas about where you wanna go and they give you sort of a suggested layout there of how to set things up. And what players are gonna do is let's say you wanna go there and then Billy wants to go here and then I also wanna go here. Well, at this point, this is when you're gonna to have to play these carriage tokens and you start off with a certain amount of these. And like I said, you can get them at different points in the game to kind of replenish your supply. Uh, some of these locations here will have a little icon like that and there'll be a variety of different icons. This will tell you, oh, you can get some carriage tokens if you visit this spot. Or you can get a police token or a whistle token here and then you can get a lock pick token up here at the safe. Um, but you're gonna to have to bid the number of tokens that the other player had there plus one and then the other player will have to take their token back and they'll get all their tokens back except one so in this case uh, they put out four tokens and i say she wanted to go back there she'd have to put out five and then they would get all their tokens back but they would lose one so you're going to kind of start to dwindle and lose those over time and you can even show up to a spot and take some tokens with you right away. You don't have to go there with zero to start off kind of, to just kind of put your influence out there and say, you know, I really want to take this spot. You're going to have to come after me for that. So once everybody's on a different card, then players are going to be able to look at the card and read them. Now, in addition to the cards out here, you're also going to have the Watson and Holmes cards out. And somebody can go to Watson here, and what they're going to do is they're going to, see it says here, during your turn, Use uh, forged character tokens to take this card. At the beginning of the investigation phase, choose a player to read aloud the location card. Uh, the Watson card can only be used by the first player to claim it in each round. So there's nobody, there's no like fighting for Watson here. It's just gonna cost you straight up four uh, tokens. Uh, so that's very interesting because, you know, maybe the, they went here to second class and you wanted to go there but you don't really wanna fight over it, so you make them read out loud to everybody. <laughs> and then, so, you know, it's, it's pointless for anybody that actually spent any tokens to go there. So that's kinda of interesting. So you're gonna go there, you're gonna read, you're gonna take notes. There is a character, though, that will um, change how the note taking is allowed, so maybe nobody's allowed to take notes this round when they reveal this card, uh, you know, so that's very interesting, except for the player that reveals the card, actually. Uh, so you're just gonna be jumping around and trying to deduce all the clues and answer again, specifically the three questions that were asked here. This is what you're trying to get. And you need to be very, very specific and uh, you know answer the questions completely. Uh, and then at some point, you're gonna jump over here to 221B, and this has the answers to the questions on the back. And there's also a nice kind of narrative uh, answer in the middle of the thing. So you can read that at the end as well. Now, if you go here and you get all three answers, then you are the winner. However, if you're not, then you're out. And once somebody has gone to 221B and they didn't get everything right, then we're gonna flip over the Holmes card here. And this will be face up and this will unlock kind of an ability for the other players or a couple of different abilities here. So what you can do at any time, you can use three carriage tokens and choose one of the two things. 
So you can actually have them read answers from an eliminated player, so only you will read it, and knowing how many are correct, uh, but not which one. So maybe they, you, you say, okay, let me see your answers, and they say, I only got one right, but you don't know which one they got right. But of course, you can compare that to the notes that you've been taking. And the other thing is, it says, you basically will write down one of your answers and give it to the eliminated player, and then they just tell you, yes, you're right or you're not. Now, the other interesting uh, abilities here come from these tokens here. Now, you've got a police token there. You've also got a whistle and also the lock picks here. Now, players will start with these police tokens, and you can also get them in other ways. And then, so maybe after you visit the second class, then you drop the police token there. So that kind of blocks that location from other players from using it, unless they have uh, this whistle token or they have a lock pick token. Now, if you don't have either of those, then you cannot go to that location. So if somebody comes here with a whistle though, they will discard that and that will discard the police. They've kind of moved on to some other location. Or if you've got the lockpick location, then you can get in there, but it will leave the police token on there. So only you will know. So this is interesting because maybe you go here to block a key piece of evidence because some of these are sort of like wild goose chases in a way, or there's sort of more anecdotal evidence compared to another location which has you know really good evidence. Uh, and so you might go there and drop that just to kind of slow people down, but you could also kind of bluff and say, oh, I went into the restaurant car and you know maybe there was nothing there, and I dropped that there just to make people think that something was there and they're gonna waste their time. So you've got to kind of read other players in that way. But that's pretty much the game. You just kind of jump around, start taking clues, try to narrow it down to the, you know, the three answers to the three questions and try to get it right. Okay, so that is Watson and Holmes. And if you watch the intro, you'll know that I compared it to Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. And I actually did talk more about Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective in the podcast. So if you want to go read, hear more of my thoughts on that, you can go there. I could never really get into Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. This one I can get into. I, th I think it's because of the competitive nature of it. The, it's very interesting because it, to me, it's kind of like the escape room games that have been coming out of late where you, you have different clues and you're trying to sort of sort them out and work through them. Now this time there isn't like all the clues aren't there right away. You've got to go peek and look at the cards and then you slowly kind of unravel everything. Uh, but it's very interesting in that way because you're just slowly like, okay, I got a little bit of notes here. This person was wearing this clothing or, you know, they, I'm trying not to spoil. So they had this characteristic about them. And, you know, when I went into this room, you know, this was like this and this was a little bit out of place, you know, whatever you're trying to pull all that kind of stuff together and you know come up with the, the answers but the other players have that kind of built-in timer they're pushing you because you're never sure how far along and what they saw on this card you haven't been to that card yet they haven't been to the card that you've been to and then all that kind of dovetails into the whole like police token thing and how many carriage tokens they're spending to go to this other location like oh they really want to check this out so maybe something they read on this other card sort of pointed them in this direction and that kind of stuff uh, so there's a little bit kind of an economy to the carriage tokens and and it kind of couples itself with the bluffing you know well i, I I could pretend like I'm going somewhere. Why would I pretend? Because I'm kind of running out of carriage tokens. So there's interesting dynamics there. Um, I will say I've only done two of the cases, the first two. Uh, I actually found the second case easier. Uh, I don't know how anybody got the answer to one of the questions in the first case, 
but yeah, I didn't, I, for some reason, I, like I'm also not like not very good at these games, I think. Uh, and the second gates though, that to me was like, was a lot more straightforward and I got to the answer very quickly. I didn't actually win that game, but that was one of those where because of my experience with the first case, it's hard to talk about without spoiling. So in the first case, I got two of the answers relatively quickly, but the third one I was like, what? Why? I had no clue what was going on. Now in the second one, I don't remember exactly how many cards I looked at. It was, it was probably half or maybe even less than half. And I was like, man, I'm sure that I know all three answers to the question, but you know, I haven't seen everything. So I was kind of doubting myself because of my experience with the first uh, first case. And so then I lost because somebody got it before me and I was like, oh, well, that was my answers. <laughs> yeah, but I was like so uh, insecure and not confident that I had what I had. Then I was like, oh, okay, well, I, mean, I should have just jumped on it. But you don't want to jump on it because you, then you're out. You know, once you're out, you're out. And you're not usually out like more than a turn or two. Because if you got all those answers and you were like, you know, you had two out of three, that means you know they're probably two turns away for somebody else to to land the clue. But it's very fun. The I think everything's written well out of the two that I've played, uh, and it's just interesting. And, and like I said, I I can never get into Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. And I, I don't want to talk about that game. I want to talk about this game. But this one this one really works for me, and it sort of reminds me, like I said, of the escape room games that we've been playing, where you're just you know you're pulling clues, your deduction. It's not social deduction like Werewolf or resistance it's a, it's a more like clue but this has a little bit of that social deduction mixed in at least just the pacing and the racing with the other players uh makes it uh, makes it fun so i would definitely uh check this out i think uh it does elicit a lot of banter and things because of the whole bluffing thing you know somebody puts a police token down and that'll kind of elicit like oh yeah sure you saw something good there you're like hmm, i wonder what he saw and you can kind of play with people like as they're writing notes down, you're like, he's really writing a lot of notes. And so you could, you know, you could bluff with that. You're just like, you know, maybe you're just doodling like little pictures or something and there's not really anything there, but you're pretending like you found some, some key piece of evidence. So that's kind of cool because that, that really, that keeps it interesting. Cause the, the, there's a little bit, of, it's just, it's just kind of like you're just reading the cards, but this, there's not like tons of text on the cards. It's just, you know, two, three paragraphs. And there's information, so it's not like a lot of downtime with, with just, you know, everybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. But then you can mess with people, like, during that time and stuff. And then you have the Watson card where you have to read it out loud. And that's funny because, you know, because somebody has to read it out loud and they didn't want to. Uh, so definitely take a look at this one. There's a lot of fun in here uh, to be had with not really a whole ton of mechanics above and beyond, you know, I think sort of the base game of Sherlock Holmes where it's just, like, a lot of reading. This has just a couple, two, three mechanics on top of that, and then, you know, it's just got more to it for me. So definitely take a look at this one. Thanks.